This is Above Grade with J.S. Brown and your host, Bryce Jacob. Welcome to Above Grade. This is Bryce Jacob, your host. Every week we do the same thing and we discuss the construction landscape here in Central Ohio. I do this with Greg Hansberry, who's a good friend of mine. And boy, this is the last day of the year, Greg. Hey, hey, I know. What a, it's a great way to go out on top here, right? It is. <clears throat> it is. And right in the middle of a three-part series. I like it. So we get to actually start the year at the end of a series. Ooh, that's that's uh, kind of deep. That's deep. Too deep for, <laughs> that's pretty for deep what we for have going podcast. on the rest of the yeah. day. That's a, Wow. I'll think on that later, okay? okay? Right. Yeah, that's so good. good year so far. I mean, here we are, last we day. Are. Better yeah. be good. Measure yeah. up to everything you hoped it would be. Yeah. Yeah. Can't complain, you know. Um, just trying to survive the rest of the holidays you know it's a lot of fun but with, with the kids and family running around i'm gonna have to maybe get a, a man cave i'm gonna have to get you guys to build Ooh, me a man cave now next we're year. talking uh-huh. yeah i think yeah. probably with as well as this program's done you've got a couple pay increases along the <laughs> yes. way all right so now we can uh, now we can get some construction done in your home nice okay you know yeah. all the terminology so you know how to ask mm-hmm. the questions you know how to kind of Walk the talk. I want to have uh, so many standing seam roofs in my. Uh, We're going to do standing cave. seam walls <laughs> in your. <laughs> I have a feeling. So much we'll schluter everywhere. Schluter, yeah, that's going to be good. You got all the you got all the good terms <laughs> along uh, this year. Well, the funny thing is, we've only been doing this this year. And yeah. When did we start this? Back in it was April or May, springtime. Yeah. yeah. So we we haven't even had a full year into this, but boy, has it been a fun ride. It has been. It's fun. covered a lot of topics, and we got a lot of good listeners who are hopefully learning an awful lot Mm -hmm. along the way while you entertain them. (laughs) And you you infotain. I infotain you, in, you. You inform yeah. them. I, I entertain. Know. I love that term. You, 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 I have to learn your terms now too. So infotaining <laughs> is obviously a, a radio term. Rubbed off on you. <laughs> yeah. That's oh right. man, we're all in trouble. So we are indeed. So, uh, <laughs> so obviously a lot of football tonight. Watching, uh-huh. you know, gonna watch the ball drop in New York City. Perhaps that's it. Yeah. Yeah. The Dick Clark. Uh, do you watch? Still watch that? We still watch that, and uh, you know the thing on. Uh, we've got the little kids, and they have these uh, countdowns on Netflix now that you can play oh. whenever you want. So probably after dinner, about seven o'clock. Yeah, I'm going to uh, say kids put the kids to bed. It's about time for New Year's to oh, put this Netflix genius. on thing. You know, they're only like twenty minutes, and then off to bed, kids. And they think you and, brought in the New yep, Year, and when they really they've got four and, more yeah, hours yeah, left of it. They're clueless. I love it. Wow, that's really great yeah. We've been idea. doing that for the. Past I didn't have years. that, you know. <laughs> yeah, so yes, that's why yeah. I look the way I do. <laughs> I had to actually pull all the you way had to through. Stay, those you had to stay nights. up with all it the gets kids. Harder every year. <laughs> you know, I remember as a kid, um, we used to. I'm from Toledo, and we would go downtown Toledo to the Holiday Inn down in the city. Yeah, and um, uh, several families would get a hotel room. And they, we would all just party in these rooms. That's and fun. downtown Toledo was actually kind of happening, you know, when I was younger. Yeah. And it just fell apart. But it was a, it was really fun. That is Tons a good idea. of people used to go downtown and get these hotel rooms, and there were just great parties. There were people on the street. It was really kind of neat. Um, yeah, you could. You go swimming in the hotel, and all the kids, we'd just go running through the hotel, running amok, having a great time, and the parents were doing their thing, and then you'd stay in the hotel, so no one would have to drive anywhere. That's an awesome idea. And, uh, you know, even back then, they were fortunately thinking pretty smart about not driving, right. you know, to and from place, because everyone wanted to go somewhere to, for a party. Sure. It was great to kind of stay in a hotel. So, you know, maybe, maybe we can bring that back to life uh, like at some it. point, but not tonight. No. Uh, not not doing that. We're sticking around the homestead and, and bringing in the New Year's after last week's uh, 
feast. I still uh, can't really get up off the couch. <laughs> those seven fishes still All seven. Uh, <laughs> They're still swimming. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're good. Hey, I brought you some leftovers yeah, like you requested, yeah, too. Yeah, thanks. I think I might just leave them in They're the fridge. They're still out in my uh, car. I'll, just, uh, great. I'll get them to you before Your you car's going to be today. real stinky. <laughs> All right, well, folks, if you've uh, stuck with us and you just listened through all that, you're going to be real happy because we're going to get in, <laughs> into the content here. <laughs> Sound all right to you? Yes. <laughs> all right, so this is part two of our three-part series, like we said. And uh, last week, if you didn't tune in and you're right in the middle of this thing, you got to go back and download that one because that's the number one question that people ask us is, what's a project cost? So we, we covered that stuff last week. And this week, we're going to talk about the timeline. You know, how long does a remodeling mm-hmm. project take? What are the variables that impact the timeline? All that great stuff. So it should be, let's say, how long that show is, right? What do we anticipate <laughs> this show running? Last week, it was about a half hour. We talked about price. I bet we're here for 15, 20 minutes. We'll okay. keep it nice and All short right. and sweet. What I'll hold you, you to it. we got All football right, to watch. Where are we at? We're five minutes into this thing, so let, let's go. we got a clock in here, people, so we can time ourselves. You come in sometime and uh, come on the show with us. You'll see what we're talking about. So why do projects take so long? What do you think? Well, I know for a fact when we had a little bit of remodel work, uh, juggling the contractors. Because if you get, say, for example, floors done, well, there's like a three-day window where nobody, including you and your dogs, are allowed on that floor. So that eats like you know a half a week right there, and yep. it's only and you're really not even doing anything but letting something dry. So I know I, I remember that was a lot of a lot of it was like sitting around and waiting for stuff to happen or for the drywall to to finish drying so we could paint and then you got to wait for the paint to dry before we could do that. a lot of sitting around and waiting. Although yeah, things are getting done. Yeah, you just can't really really tangibly see something being constructed. So I, so we're going to talk a lot about what you just did and kind of break it apart because that's the reality of yeah. construction, right? What we flip on our TV and it looks totally different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, these, these shows are done in over the weekend, and that's yeah. not the case. Well, HGTV even has that while you're out, you right? Know, where it's not like it's a major construction project, but it's kind of a nice room makeover. Mm-hmm. And they paint it, and they do all these little details and things. Well, the paint's not dry, by the way, when the, they come home. Basically, and, and they, they walk in, and they shouldn't be surprised. The yeah, they're they're not surprised <laughs> at what they see. They're surprised at the strong smells. <laughs> is what it usually oh, wow. is. They're like, oh my gosh! And no, it's that's a reaction to what you smell, because everything's still wet. Don't touch it. So you know that that kind of stuff is is great for creative inspiration on television, mm-hmm. but it isn't a good reflection of reality. And and you know we we talked about that last week a little bit. That that's not a good way to set your price mm-hmm. is based on what you see on television because right. it doesn't have all the variables in there. But you know, so you talked about how. So I want to dissect kind of your your intro there of what sure, you thought yeah, yeah, yeah. of all the different things. You're kind of it's a hurry up and wait, if you will, for each thing. But things are happening. What's different about the reality versus the TV is on TV it's so coordinated when right. you see all these trades and this guy goes, oh, I dropped this, and he bends down, and just as he does, this guy's swinging around with a two-by-four, and it just goes over where his head just was, <laughs> and it's, oh, it's just so perfect. They're in harmony. <laughs> it's like a no Three getting hurt. episode. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is, but no one's getting hurt, and you're just like, wow, what an amazing coordination. And that's for the drama of TV, but in reality, you the board hits someone in the head when they're swinging around and there's people there. So you want to create a safe environment because you as a homeowner don't want people injured on your job site. Sure. Because if their workers comp isn't in place and you don't know that you can be liable. Mm. And so you got to be real careful when people are working in your home. So you don't want as much as you want it to go quickly. It needs to be done right. And it needs to be done safely. So trades are generally 
staggered in their uh, in their performance of work intentionally. Sure. And so if you've got a really good project manager, a very good project manager is going to have, you know, kind of he's like he's conducting an orchestra. He needs the winds to play when the winds play and the strings to play when the strings mm-hmm. need to play to make everything play in perfect yep. harmony. Yeah. And sometimes they're not playing at the same time. So that that's essentially what a good project manager will do is say, here's what we're going to do, Mr. and Mrs. Homeowner. This is a period of time where we need you to move out. I've got our flooring guy scheduled. And to your point, you're sanding those floors and you're doing the whole first floor while all the bedrooms are upstairs. That's great. And if you're going through a ladder on the outside of your house, you know, in and out of your house, you can stay in the house, but you can't go on those floors. No. And if you don't have a path to the living space, really, you don't want to be in there to stir up dust and mm-hmm. have it get in a, a fresh coat of polyurethane on your floor. You'll see little imperfections oh, in it. So it's best just to not rush that and to be out and have it done right. And that's how it is with all the trades. Mm-hmm. So there's other spot, other parts uh, last week we talked about permits, right? Uh, in right. pricing, and so jobs that have permits also means that there are inspections that need to be done. And I can tell you, inspectors are not just sitting at their desk with their feet up. As much as we'd <laughs> like to have that vision of them, that's not what they're doing. They are out running all over the city. Anywhere you drive, you're going to see construction cones. You're going to see cranes. You're going to see yard signs. You're going to see construction going on everywhere. Well, the bad news to that whole good news of there's a big demand. There's not enough people to do all the work that's in demand. That also means there's not enough inspectors out there to go around every one of these sites and expect, mm-hmm. inspect right everything the at the drop of a dime. So generally, and this is the hard part, and it's the reality of it too, when we schedule an inspection, we may have to block out the week because we can't continue to work until, until something's inspected, and we uh-huh. can't call in the inspection until the work is ready, ready to be inspected. There's nothing will make an inspector more irritated if you call and say we're ready Before for inspection done. and you're really not there because you think, well, he won't be here for two days because it's always that day That's the one time that he they shows show up. up. <laughs> and when they do, they are livid with you. And, and then I'm it's going to be two you, more weeks. You can try to have the best. That's the best intentions, right? Sure. They always take the whack on the behind. But that's exactly what happens. So we finish that segment. We call. And if we're lucky, they come out, and sometimes we can continue work after that. Other times, it's we've got that trade scheduled to come in to now do the plumbing on Monday. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we're leaving it open for whenever that inspector can get here. And he might not make it there till Friday. He might make it that Tuesday afternoon. But the the fact is, that doesn't mean the plumber Mm -hmm. can all of a sudden just say, oh, cool, I'll just come there Tuesday. He's probably booked out until that Monday, and that's the soonest you can get him in there. Yeah, yeah. he's not going to just sit around and wait for somebody to call him. He's got to book his his calendar, too. I know. It's really difficult for homeowners when they go to work, and they're excited about a project, they're excited about about progress. They go to work, they have a really rough day, and all they want is to see progress. They come home and nothing happened. Mm -hmm. It's a little withdrawal from the emotional bank account that everybody has, and by day three, and then you get to the weekend, and you're like, man, nothing happened this Nobody's week. Nobody's been here all week. It's all part of the progress yeah. of, uh-huh. of what has to be done. And, sure. it, and it stinks. And, <laughs> you know, I'm right there I've, to tell you yeah. it stinks. I've, I've also seen that some there's a lot of moving parts behind the scenes, too, whether you're there's a contractor ordering something or waiting for something in or some cutting or something at the shop. Sometimes just because you don't see it at the house doesn't mean that there's not something moving and shaking off-site. Yeah, you know, uh, I talked about this on a couple other shows, but we have this great tool that we use for homeowners. It's called Co-Construct, mm-hmm. and it's a software 
that really uh, allows the homeowner to see what's going on. So to your point that just because no one was at your home today doesn't mean progress was made. Actually, you're mm-hmm. one day closer to being having it done, which is sure. good news. You just got closer. You just didn't see it. just it. doesn't yeah. look like it, but you got closer one day. And so as you're looking at that and you're going into co-construct, you can see, okay, well, this was handled or in their shop they built this thing today, or the next three days they're going to be constructing the bookcases that are custom in their shop and putting the dust there rather than putting it in my garage all over my cars and my kids' toys and all that stuff. So there are things that we're doing, and we like to have the homeowner in the loop now, and Co-Construct allows us to do that because oftentimes you get homeowners saying, why hasn't anyone been here? Now they can go in to the portal and they can look at what we have going on and scheduled and what was accomplished that day. And they can go, Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see that. It's coming out Thursday. That's great. And they can wait till Thursday knowing that thing's going to arrive in their home. And then they leave us alone. And it isn't that we want homeowners to leave us alone, but we don't want them micromanaging the process that we do very well. And this just helps us sure. do it. Do it even, leave even leave it up to the pros. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, another reason why it takes so long, you live there, right? You know, if it were new home build construction, there are a lot of things that go into that that make it a little bit easier. One, you can leave your tools set up. Mm. You don't have to worry about the cleanup as much as you do as someone living in the home. You still should keep a tidy job site. But when you're living in the home and you're coming home at the end of the day, you don't want to open the back door and knock into a table saw. Power tools everywhere. Horses that are set up with boards strewn across them that are clamped down. You know, every single day. And so keep this in mind, homeowner, every single day we have to set up and then we have to tear That's, down. That could be an extra two hours of, it could be, out of your Depending your on what, yeah. how much setup there is, there might be drop cloths, there might be all kinds of things. And then there's the cleanup. So not only do you put the tools away, but then we got to go through with a broom or a vacuum and clean up that so you can live your life until you get kids mm-hmm. in bed and you get to meal on the table or whatever it is. Your home has mm-hmm. to be livable at that time. Now, granted, you're living in construction, so there's zipper walls and there's things like that. And you might say, you know what, use the living room and just use that as your staging area. You can leave your tools in there so you don't have to take them back out to your truck. And some homeowners are more flexible in saying, have these things sure, here, but right. if there's little kids, we don't want to leave anything that could create risk to them out. Mm-hmm. So, But that's every single day. Yeah, so I'm if you think, think about of... That. In a new home build construction, you don't have that set up and tear down every day. So if you think about two hours, like you said, an hour to two hours of time sometimes every day, Mm -hmm. that can trim weeks off of a construction timeline in the whole scheme of things. So there's that. And then, like I said, the the cleanup of things and managing through all that. So, you know, many folks don't take that into consideration, you know, that that is part of it. They're like, well, you're here for eight to five and all you got done was this. Well, <laughs> I could have gotten more done, but this is uh-huh. what you'd be walking into. Which one makes you more upset? <laughs> and, and I had to go get a lunch break. Come on. That's right. So, you know, there, there, uh, there, there's just a lot of things, you know, we, we talked about the trades not tripping over each other, but mm-hmm. this is, uh, we've probably on this, uh, show talked for, 10 episodes on just the supply and demand of trade professionals and how the demand is so high. There's just not enough mm-hmm. of them. And the, the fear we have in this whole industry is not enough folks coming into the trades. Sure. However, it's a wonderful field. It's a secure employment. 
that you, know, that you it, wanted, yeah. That, that you want. And so there's, uh, for young people who are looking at a career path that want uh, good flexibility in life, want to make good money, and uh, that, quite frankly, you know, want to have control of their schedule to a, to a pretty good extent, it's the trades industries are outstanding. There's creativity. Mm. There's interaction with homeowners. Uh, fortunately, I feel like homeowners are getting on board with going, these are valuable people. Sure. You know, there was a period of time where, and there still are some people that make you feel like, God, you must have failed at everything else, so you went into construction. <laughs> right, you know, you're, right, You're one right. of those kids in shop class. You didn't class. finish high well, school, did you? Right. And it's become such a professional sure. industry. Um, and not that it wasn't before, but there's a more of appreciation for what what we need folks doing. There's an artistry to it that I think more people appreciate. It, yeah. I mean, it takes I skill right. to do it. Well, I'll tell you, you know, to, to do plumbing, for example, uh, what what these guys do plumbing in the art, the artistic nature mm-hmm. of what is done, to then close up walls and with confidence know there's not going to be water leaking. I mean, water does so much damage to homes. And these guys make sure that, no, nope, nope, I just created a perfectly sealed path from the upstairs all the way out to your sewer. And those guys are willing to do that and, and make that work for your home to make it secure, safe, and leak-free, it's incredible. Mm -hmm. You know, I've I've spent a lot of time uh, learning how to do plumbing from guys, and um, it's fun. It's fun work, actually. You know, I've really enjoyed it. There's something gratifying about it. It's not always, you know, some people say, oh, plumbing, just cleaning out toilets. No, you know, that's not (laughs) it at all. I mean, you should see the shower systems that go in some of these homes, the vanities, the kitchens that are done. Uh, it's just incredible what these guys have the capability of doing. It's a, it's truly a gift. And so there, those people are in high demand. So I, I always tell people we want to get the right one in here. So they're worth waiting for, Mm -hmm. you know, I can call a Mm -hmm. plumber and probably get one out there tomorrow. If I really, really worked my phone hard enough, but man, oh man, you get what you pay for. Remember last week? So I'm confident with our plumber coming in. I'm confident with our electrician, with our HVAC guy, with our trades, our roofers coming in so your roof won't leak, but they're worth the wait. And mm-hmm. so if they tell me I can't be there till next Thursday, then you know what? Wait with me because it's worth it. And that's the value of going with someone like J.S. Brown & Co. because you you have all those those best people in your pocket that you work so well with and who know the drill and you can, you know, they know that they have to be up to your standards. Well, here's how the game works, right? We, we do really nice work and we, we work with really wonderful homeowners and our trade partners know that. Mm -hmm. And those are the clients that they want to be in the homes of as well. So they take good care of us. Mm -hmm. And so we want to align ourselves with the ones that one know how to communicate in a home, represent themselves professionally in a home and know how to do the work. Right. Just as importantly, and so there's an interesting partnership that forms that when we call a trade, I, I don't bark at them. I don't tell them I need you out here. I'm going to use another plumber. I don't play games <laughs> like that. It isn't. I, I know that there are contractors that they threaten their trades uh, and the trades operate out of fear. And we operate out of a pure partnership with them because we're only as good as our weakest link mm-hmm. when it comes to these folks. So. It doesn't benefit us well to browbeat these guys because right now there's enough work. They could go just about anywhere. They could go anywhere. And if I'm not treating them well, then they they won't stick around. You don't want to lose somebody to someone else. We, we lower the bar potentially, <clears throat> and I feel like we've got the best partners in the business working in people's homes. And so they are worth the wait, and 
um, you know, they, they want to be doing work with a company like ours because we connect them with homeowners who appreciate and value, you know, their trade and the quality of work that they bring to the table. So they're worth the wait. And that, again, it's going to extend a timeline if you get the right workers in versus just trying to speed, you know, dial one of these projects to the finish line. Sure. It's crazy. You know what else impacts them? Um, that is a long, mm. Well, I have an idea. I have something that I was going to bring up. Do it. Bring uh, it up. But I didn't know if this it's what exactly what about. you're talking about. It's the last day of the year. Well, Get it in. So uh, this is, I think, and, and you might be uh, sh- you know, uh, a little shy to say this, but sometimes <laughs> the customers have to take some responsibility. Oh, My, man. <laughs> and, oh, and I man. think working with a J.S. Brown who does the design, you know, does the whole package, is, is will help cut out some of this. Um, but, for example, when we were remodeling, my wife uh, changed her mind on the backsplash. Well, we already had a guy planned on coming in, but guess yep. what? Well, guess what? The backsplash that we ordered from from Lowe's or Home Depot or whatever was on a back order. So now, the guy that was supposed to come in on Saturday, he we didn't have we didn't have the materials the material, so, yeah. for him, so he couldn't come in for almost another month just because again he's got his stuff yep. he's got his schedule planned out. And I remember my wife getting really upset about it, and I had to remind her. I was like, "Honey." Remember, you, this, yeah. you changed this on him. You can't blame him for having for, for not dropping everything to come and help. And I, it took. I had to very delicately bring this up with her, of course. Mm-hmm. And I said, this is your fault. Yeah. Yeah. And after she kind of put two and two together, she was like, you're right. Uh, but... And then she kind of... I said, all right, well, whatever, and forgave, you know, forgave the guy. But sometimes... Uh, you got to realize that if you change change something or change uh, the design or or, or whatever, there's going to be consequences for that. Boy, I tell you what, this is, uh, <laughs> folks, mark it down. It's a pivotal point in this whole show. Um, Greg went. You walked right into that perfectly. And I didn't, know, I didn't know you would. Yeah, I was yeah, going to okay, say good. some of it's driven by the homeowner. And uh, boy, you you went right. I mean, for, to happen on December thirty first, like the, the year last on a high day note. of the year, <laughs> as we turn the corner to next year, you, you folks should All hold right. us to a higher expectation of We're de- deliverables the on this here. show. It's incredible because you nailed it, and you're right. You know how your wife was frustrated. Mm-hmm. That happened so many times where. What we don't do, we need the we need the level-headed husband or wife to remind their spouse, "Hey, you <laughs> this did this, you, you big yes. silly." And yeah. so it's not them. And so sometimes when people make up their mind and they're like, "Okay, well we'll just go with this tile," well, it's on a three-week back order to right. go with that tile, and then it ripple effects everything. Sure, now sure. the electrician is, that we had scheduled to do yeah. this finished electric can't because the backsplash isn't mm-hmm. done, and he's going to be pushed out three weeks. And those are really difficult conversations mm-hmm. to have with homeowners, whites of the eyes, of how they're impacting the flow of their own project. But they have to realize that, that if they, to what you've been saying, patients, if you want the final product to be your dream, dream finish, it's worth the wait. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we dealt with a homeowner uh, who we were trying to get this perfect slate roof match on their house. We had to get it from Maine. So we sourced this material, found the quantity that we could use, shipped samples of it in and handed it to the client and said, this is what we can get because they wanted to look at it and make sure here's how it compares. It's a dead on match. Perfect. Can we proceed? I have to think about it. (laughs) So we really can't have you think about it too long because it's going to take a while for it all to ship here and we're We're ready to go to get rolling. Three weeks went by. We lost the material because Uh, another contractor bought it. it. Who's mad? The homeowner at us. 
because now we're saying we've got to find another source and get more samples shipped in because we dragged our feet on it's this. another three weeks. So who's late <laughs> with the project? You yeah. know, those are the things that really frustrate you as a mm-hmm. contractor because yeah. sometimes that trust that a homeowner right. should have, they don't give it to you all the way, and it ends up costing in the long run. Yep. And this is a great example of where we had the material we're ready to get it. We could secure it, but we we couldn't secure it without the blessing mm-hmm. of let's move forward. We're all it's. We're not going to find a better match. This I mean, is this it. is an old house in Bexley. So to to have that match up that perfectly <laughs> was really uh, miraculous. Oh, it was man. found, and then we had to get another source, and we finally got some out there. But it's two months of a delay, sure. literally for one thing. For yeah. one thing, and so you know that can impact you know the the emotional spirit of a homeowner, but as well ours because we're going man it's had a ripple effect on every one of our trades and now that that's late this will be late and that's going to be another us. project now i gotta reschedule yeah, this uh-huh. and exactly it transfers into other projects that yeah. we've worked into our schedule to deliver service to them and now we're saying we can't be there as fully mm-hmm. committed because we're still trying to wrap up loose ends over here because some people couldn't make up their mind. So, sure. you know, that that part of it, and I don't mean to sound harsh on it, but it's a critical component sure. to the success of a remodeling project. And, and I think it's important for you to bring it up, not to be rude, but like, for example, my wife just didn't put two and two together. And, you know, and, and it takes maybe a, some an outside party to, to rein it in a I little bit like that. I don't think there's any doubt in my mind that the homeowner and the contractor want the exact same right. thing. A beautiful, finished, perfect project. On time. Yep. Everybody on, yeah. wants it. Yeah. But how you get there sometimes is really difficult. Mm-hmm. You know, Jeff Brown uh, put it very, very well where he said, remodeling is best defined by saying it's a thousand things trying to go wrong all at once, and we're just trying to <laughs> limit the number it. of things that yes. do go wrong. Because <laughs> things go wrong. And you know what? That's right that they go wrong. That what's even more right is that you, we take care of them, and we address them, and we work with the homeowners uh, on that. So. You know, you've heard me say this when Amy Subner was on. It's the six inches between the ears mm-hmm. that we got a program, and that's it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the, the timeline is really important. When it's all said and done and you're living in the home, it's amazing how quickly you forget, you forget. about the timeline. Yes. You know, because yeah. you're just like, man, I love this. And then yeah. the next thing you know, it's two years later, and you're like, can you believe we've been in this for two years? Yeah. Time flies. So, you know, th- those are some of the things that impact the timeline. Really good part, again. We didn't have a specific tip of the week, which I know everybody always looks forward to those tips. But this tip of the week is, I want you to have a happy new year. Yes. All right? I want you to make a good resolution. Maybe the new year's resolution could be to uh, religiously listen to Above Grade every week. You know what? I think that's a great suggestion. That's a good tip of the week. That's a good tip of the week. By your your truly, (laughs) Greg Hansberry, producer and entertainer on this show. You get to hear him every uh, week if you listen to this show every week. And you know what? If you haven't listened to all of the shows, go back mm-hmm. and listen to those too. Really fill up your timeline That's with, right. with listening to Above Grade. And if you want to go a step further, tell everybody you know about Above Grade. Have them listen. You'll be doing them a service. And remind them frequently that you connected them to Above Grade. There you go. You can do that. They'd appreciate it. I'm sure of it. Well, that wraps up part two. We probably need That's to let it. people get on with their New Year's uh, resolutions right. and celebrations and all those things. A happy new year to each and every one of you. A happy new year to you too, Bryce. And tune in to us next week, okay? Until then, this is Bryce Jacob with J.S. Brown and Company wishing you a great week to build from and a very happy new year. Above Grade is a Columbus Radio Group production and produced by me, Greg Hansberry.